Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Chocolate with a Side of Medicine. We are happy that you have joined us again. As you guys know, we've already started season three. This is our second episode, and we're happy to be back. As you know, I am Dr. Sunshine, or for those that don't know, I am Dr. Sunshine. For those of you that do know, you already knew it was me. I am also joined by my co-host. We got Amy Jo MD. What's up? We got Dr. Chris. Hey, guys. And of course, we have Dr. Nono, per usual. Hey, guys. And we are here. What I was going to say is that it's October, right? And while I don't do haunted houses, I do do scary movies. And so I just want everybody to know that I love y'all so much. I am sacrificing my bedtime because normally I got AMC on because I'm watching Horror Fest all night oh until it's time to go to bed, okay? Oh my God. But I am not How doing do that. How do you do that? How do you watch Horror Fest and then go to sleep? You don't have bad dreams? I don't. But the person who sleeps next, sleeps next to me might. <laughs> and so I may have to... <laughs> I may have to change um, that. You know, you, you learn a lot about people when you start living with them. Um, so... Uh, Can I put an asterisk on that? I didn't ask. Can I put an asterisk on that? I'll say living with them full time. Not like dating and I pop in, pop out. Living with them full time. As in my things, my things mix with your things. And now we are both trying to function (laughs) together in one space. And I do not have an option to go back to my own place. Yeah, y'all. Yes. All I can say is, and and it's not bad, right? There's lots of dopeness to it, but. If you think you know someone because y'all been dating a long time and you spend a lot of time together, but you all still don't live together, you don't know everything. And and you know what's surprisingly, I won't say difficult, but like, and I think types have changed a little bit because, you know, some people work from home, some people work remote. So it's kind of changed the game a little bit. But like for us normal folk who two people have to get up and leave the house at a certain time in a routine every day, yo, that is hard. Like, yeah. Why are you in my space? Are you making coffee? Oh, I'm making coffee. Oh, you want me to make more coffee? I didn't. I didn't put enough coffee to make coffee for the two of us. Do, we, do I now? <laughs> do I name it? Do, am I making coffee for two every morning now? Because I wake up before you, so I'm making the coffee. Okay, fine. Whatever. Why are you in here? What you? It's just a lot of, you know, coordinating. <laughs> See, and we're different because we have different start times. So because we have different start times, we have different bedtimes. But there's one bed. Two different bedtimes, one bed, and two different start times. And you're going to, it's always interesting. So when I'm up in the morning, I'm sure that he can hear me, you know, moving around. And you try to stay quiet, but you're still moving, right? You're moving, you're getting dressed. And most of the time, I'm in a all-out hurry because I've done 10 million things, or I've been to the gym, or I did something. So when I hit the door, I'm like, I just got to get dressed, right? It, oh, when I lived alone, that was fine. Lights on, music on, like it's a whole <laughs> right. I, I, Dr. Sunshine, and I live together, so you know, in the morning, it could be a whole club going on yeah, in our really apartment, is. and we didn't care because it'd be like whatever music going. Like you wouldn't know if you were ready to go out anyway. or go to work. I'm sleep through it anyway. It don't matter. It's cool. It's good, but you can't actually blast music in the morning when somebody else is sleeping because they don't have to start work yet and they're going to get home later. So especially that, um, um, and that makes bedtime. Yeah. Snoozing, that snoozing the alarm. Oh man. We had to have, we had to have a whole intervention about that. Cause I wake up, I wake up before <laughs> him and he's like, yo, I'm up. Why are you not up? Why do you keep snoozing this alarm? Like, 
Like why? Like I'm up two hours early. You in denial? Wait, so up. like it's wild. He's already up, but still snoozing. The no, alarm. no, 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 no. My snoozing alarm, my alarm right. is going off, and I keep snoozing it. Uh, and then he's because I have uh, to go to work at seven, and he doesn't start work till nine. So he hears my alarm going off, and he's like, "I yeah. need you to wake up and get out of the house." Oh, so you are the intervention. Yeah, then. like he's like he's like we yep. need to have an intervention <laughs> because now I'm waking up every morning for your work time when I yes. should be sleep for two more hours, and we can't survive yes. like this. Nice. My name is Amy Jo MD, and I too hit snooze and drive. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he be so he's like, stop! Like, just do you have to hit it? So I changed it. So I just got a new um, Apple Watch, and so instead of having the traditional alarm, I'm running it through my Apple Health, and mm. so it it vibrates on my wrist now, and so he. Well, most of them. There is one that always gets away from me, but most of them vibrate on my wrist. But yeah, I've got like, I you know that do you know that meme where you see the person they've got like ten alarms, it's like five fifteen, five thirty, five thirty five, five four. That's me, right? So I've got an alarm for every moment of the, of the morning. I'm supposed to be oh in there, God. so my phone could go off literally every day. Drives them nuts. I, yeah. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you on the like... on the snoozing because I have to do that. Like I can't if I have to wake up at a certain time. I gotta put my alarm earlier to to have time to snooze. I can't just wake up. I need I need time. I need a snooze, I need right? Snooze. I need to I feel, need feel to like feel the like... alarm went off and I still got to like, sleep a yes, little bit longer. Yes, I need to. I need to feel that. It's like it's a mind thing. It's like it's not. <laughs> it don't matter if it's extra it five matter. minutes if or two point five. It's fine. Whatever. That minutes yes. is is yeah. clutch. It's Gucci. I'm like yes. I got that fifteen minutes. No, you don't. But the thing is, no, like when don't. I snooze it for five minutes, I'm still awake those entire five minutes. I'm just like in this little twilight zone where my eyes are open, but I'm awake. But That's okay. I'm still yeah. in bed. So I just don't feel like I need to get up right this moment. So oh, I'm just so snoozing good. for five extra minutes. Even though I'm not getting any extra sleep, I'm just like laying here doing absolutely nothing with my life until I have to. But it's not absolutely up. nothing. So now, so now I'm a, I'm a one-time snoozer now. What? Ah, that's good. I've made progress. progress. I, yeah. I used to snooze <laughs> a lot more, but we had an intervention. So now I'm a one-time snoozer now. I'm like, snooze? Yeah. All right. Next time it goes off, I'm like, all right. I got to get out of this bed. See, or else someone else is going to be very upset. See, audience. But he's also, this he's also. Love. This is love. <laughs> this is love. Reducing your This is the part that is not on Instagram, okay? Okay, that's not the part that you know about. This I know. Is love, okay? This is not the part that you get on Instagram. This is this is not in the stories. This is this is real yeah, life. This is real life. I don't, I don't hit, I, I hit snooze a lot, but the snooze never comes through the phone anymore. It only comes through my, my watch. So I can feel it. It's tapping like I'm like, okay. See, this, and like, this, this is funny. We got two uh-huh. different scenarios. We got one person who just <laughs> modified how they snooze, but they're still snoozing a lot. And one that just went to one snooze. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you damn right. That's very accurate. I'll be honest with you. Aside from the snooze conversation, period. The light sleeper, heavy sleeper thing, it is a problem. And eventually it will be addressed in your relationship if you guys have that dynamic. Because I'm a heavy sleeper. I can sleep through anything. I can sleep through a hurricane. I can sleep through, it does not matter. Once I'm asleep, oh man. But like, he will wake up like immediately. Any sound or rustle, something, he's up. And I'm like, yo, how do you even like, how do you even function like that? Like, it's crazy. 
It's crazy. Mm. As soon as my head hits the pillow, I am asleep. Yeah. Right? I need no wind down. I'm like, okay, it's time to go to bed and out. (laughs) Um, He is not like that. He needs more wind down. He watches TV. The the TV turns on. um, But when he gets in the bed, he is like watching, like catching up on shows and stuff like that. And that part drives me nuts because I don't watch those shows, but it's enough stuff going on that it makes me listen. And so then I find that I am like, instead of sleep, instead of that immediate, like, okay, I'm down and I'm asleep. As soon as I go down, I'm listening because even though I don't watch it, it sounds interesting to me. Like, what? You shot Ray? What you mean you shot Ray? Oh, Ray was your cousin. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Like he's watching like. I don't know, but was it uh what's the power trilogy oh, or whatever they're Canaan? called? I don't even watch them. Raising Canaan. Right, he's watching all that stuff. And so, you know, it's almost always drama. So I'm like, oh. And so now I'm like, can you turn it down? Can you turn it down? Can you turn it down? Drive them nuts. And he's like, forget it. I'm just gonna turn it off, watch it later. So okay. yeah. Um, so yes, not only and then I'm sure we turn as soon as he turns it off he's not ready to sleep and i'm like already in like my second round of rim okay so he's probably looking over <laughs> me like oh i can't stand her she over there oh i should elbow in the back of her neck um but, but he doesn't do that I, so that's love see he doesn't he doesn't but i i know that he's <laughs> like yo that you don't see this when you're dating right because it's different. You came over for entertainment. Like I came to see you. So this weekend is all about you and let's hang out. Let's do this stuff. Let's stay up late. Cause I haven't seen you all week. And like, I'm so at least for us, because we didn't live in the same place. So we were, you know, distance, we were long distance. So when the weekend gets there, you're like, ah, this is great. You know, what you been doing? What, what your mama doing? What, what everybody doing? What happened this week? And so the whole weekend is about catching up. But I just saw you yesterday and I just got off work. And so now I'm, today is just another day and I got to go to work the next day. And so it's a different kind of routine. It, it's it's a, it's an adjustment. And um, I'm just hoping that, you know, I don't wake up and he's like, I'm on the couch because I'm not sleeping with you anymore. Um, and we may invest in it. He was like, can we get a sleep number bed? Oh, we may we may invest in that, but they're expensive. I heard they're very good, but it'll let let everybody have their own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I heard that a very good warranty on those two. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the sleep becomes probably one of the most important components of it Uh, because you want to know something else. Uh, My Apple Watch is comparing my sleep from this year to last year. And it was, even though I feel like I get to bed and I'm okay, fine. It does say that I sleep less in this year than I did this time last year. Really? So I saw it on my watch and I was like, you see what this says? And he was like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm like, I'm just saying saying what the watch is telling me. Why are you trying to start trouble? I know. Bedtime of right. all places. It's like, I you're like it's just data. It's just data. It's just data. <laughs> right. It's data. I'm just, I'm just I'm spitting bars. Speaking <laughs> facts, you know what I'm saying? Lord. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe y'all need to get like a little ambient light, you know, and like a little diffuser that like puts lavender in the room to like we you know, do. calm Ooh. everyone out. 
We do. We got it all. Mm-hmm. And I love that diffuser. And sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't know, if there's a particular yeah. one he puts in there. It smells so good. I smell it very briefly as I am drifting <laughs> off to sleep, okay? Um, <laughs> I'd be like, that's for, This so is for your future husband, Amy Jo, yes. not for you. Because you go to sleep regardless. You were on rounds falling asleep at the computer. Like We look, know you can sleep anywhere, anytime, at a drop well, of a hat. Like, at so some hard. point, you just got to... Look, there'll be some... You know, there'll be some days... And I probably shouldn't say this out loud. I mean, there'll be probably some days where I literally have spent easily 30 hours in the hospital. So, yeah, I'm going to fall asleep because... Yeah. We swear you're going to leave, but then somebody, something happens. Somebody almost died. Okay, I'm going to stay and do this. The interns out here in these streets doing whatever they want to do. So, <laughs> yes, I can fall asleep anywhere. Oh, yeah. Like anywhere, because any place that's that's a sleep opportunity, you should take it. And I have never, I, that just hasn't stopped. I still got it. Me too, it. me too. I think it's, <laughs> still got it's, it. <laughs> it's residency. Residency that definitely did that for me. Because, like, literally, if you let me sit for some time, like, 30 minutes is old, and I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm asleep. Sleep. And it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. My sister be like, why you fall? I'm not doing anything. That's that's what happens. <laughs> I just fall asleep. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. That's it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, you know, that's what's happening with us. We're just, you know, adjusting to new lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we're not the only ones. Ooh, listeners, hey, if you got some funny... Couple sleep stories, oh, please let us know. Oh, that'd be cool. Because we yes. cannot be alone. We cannot be alone in this. That there first of all, be, I know we're first not. of all we're hitting like the tip of the sleep iceberg. Like snooze and no. snooze and like TV on or off is like the least of like. What about like someone's a hot sleeper, someone's a cold sleeper, someone's like a listen, listen. It's a lot. A sleepwalker, you know, a sleep like a sleep like a log, or someone starfishes the entire bed. Yep. You know that type of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, bro, it's a king souls. size bed. Get your own side. Why are you over here? Like, my God. I'm everywhere. I'm horrible. You know what? I tricked him. Now that I think about it, you know what? It was all a trick. I think we first date, I'd be all in the corner, all nice and quiet. Now I'd be like, yo, I'm on my side, your side, this whole side, mine. It's all yours. You just happen to be in right. here. It's all yours. Give me them covers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm everywhere. I see that. Let's do some in the news. Y'all ready for some in the news? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? Listen, some things that I just didn't know. Mm. All right, did y'all know that um, Oprah had uh, double knee surgeries in 2021? No. No, I didn't. So this came up because I was watching something. I don't know, a TikTok or something. I thought, dang, Oprah is uh, slimming down. She looks, you know, she looks good, but she's moving a little gingerly. Um, And... uh, I found an article. She had bilateral knee replacements. Oh my goodness. What's what's yeah. crazy is that my mom just got a knee replacement recently and then oh. her doctors were telling her they're like, you know, technically you should just replace them both. Technically. And then they but replacing both knees at the same time is so hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. That PT, yeah. that yeah. rehab, it's so difficult. Don't get me wrong. She's Oprah. I'm sure she's got some great people. <laughs> she probably got the best ortho, the best rehab, the best PT, the best everything. But she definitely was rehabbing. So she did not have them done at the exact same time. Mm. So she had the first one in August and then had the next one in November. That's but that's pretty though. close in time. That's that's very yeah. close. Yeah. 
But then she said, when I came home the first time, I literally could not lift my leg. I couldn't lift my heel off the bed. And I vowed if I were, if I was to ever walk again, get up and walk and move around again, I would take advantage of the movement exercise and being able to fully move my body. So, and then she did rehabilitation. So the article was talking about how she's now, you know, hiking daily and stuff like that, really active. Mm. And it all came from the fact that she had, you know, two knee replacements and she's 68. Um, I don't know about you all, but I feel like I am seeing knee and hip replacements in in ages that I, I just assume would be older. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've seen a lot of knee replacements, a lot of hip replacements. So I was like, okay, Oprah's getting her knees and hips replaced. And um, I wouldn't have pegged her as someone that looked like they need their knees and hips replaced. But mm-hmm. apparently... It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. She's half she's half robot now. She like Iron Man. <laughs> I know. The bionic woman. Yes. It, um, it's so funny. I have some patients that come in and like, I don't I don't really have all my original parts. And I'll be laughing at them. I was like, that's true. You don't. Because they got <laughs> like, which, part which, which part is really original? I'm like, you're right. Because they got two knee replacements. Two knees. They shoulders. got pins here. They got <laughs> they got screws over there. <laughs> I mean, for all the for all the nerds in our listening audience, you know, there's this um, this Netflix show called Cyberpunk, and it's essentially where you know the people get like different modifications, like they had modifications for like your lungs, like they had bionic lungs so they could like breathe harder and faster and have like better endurance. No, they had like you know bionic limbs, so like the knees. They had like you know lubricated joints, like pretty much like a car. Like, you know, really good suspension so you can run faster. This is insane. And I'm like, that could potentially happen. You like, maybe give it, I don't know, 20, 30 years and mm-hmm. people will be buying for these extra parts. You never know. Mm. I don't think I want one. Never know. Depending, like, I mean, in my age, like, do I really want to do all of that? Not really. And that stuff requires maintenance. Like, so yeah. just like a car, you're probably going to need, like, regular maintenance on it. So, yeah, and that oil again, change. That'll be another visit. To your primary care doctor. That oil change, man. <laughs> Get a little oil in them joints. <laughs> that oil change probably mad expensive. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> speaking of mad expensive, what's mad expensive? I'm sorry. Keep speaking of mad expensive. Um, there was another article out there. There's a doctor that is like going in because um, the shortage of Wegovy and Ozempic. <sighs> So there was like a national shortage mm-hmm. of Wegovy and Ozempic. So for those of you who do not know what I'm talking about, there are two relatively new medicines on the market. Uh, the first one that came out was Ozempic. Ozempic is an, is an injectable medication that we use to treat diabetes. And it's great because it also is really good at weight loss. We doubly like it because it has some heart protection. So for people who have diabetes, some obesity, some heart disease, you can use this medicine and it helps all three. It is great. It's new, so it's expensive. So you got to jump through a lot of hoops to get people to cover it, to get insurance to cover it anyway. And um, and so that's how you've been doing it. What was so good at weight loss, it came out on the market again, except for under a new name, Wegovy. Wegovy and Ozempic are the same compound. It's just that one is used for people who do not have diabetes but want to lose weight. And the other one is used for people who have diabetes and need to lose weight. Same, same. However, comma, because it's new and because it's expensive, doctors, so this doctor, I think, um, either works in Hollywood or lives in Hollywood, is complaining because we are on a shortage and, and he is blaming all these 
people who were like, yo, I, I got to get in this dress real quick. Let me get this Wegovy for three months leading up to this, you know, ball. Or let me get this Wegovy for six months so I can do X, Y, Z. And so he's saying like the shortage is here and we've got all these, you know, wealthy people who are taking advantage of the system and buying up, getting doctors the right prescriptions for Wegovy and Ozempic. So he is like pissed off. And he's like, and they can afford it because now we go, we can be up to about $1,200 a month, a pop, if it's not covered by your insurance. And I'm sure, um, and I'm, Ozempic is the same. So he was like, they can afford it. So they buy it all up. And so while he's trying to get it for his patients, they really need it. It's not there. So he's like, you're killing my patients because I got people dying from obesity and they can't get the medicines because you rich people are buying up all the all the uh, medicine. So he is not happy. And it is a shortage. And, and so it is a little bit problematic because I do have friends that like are getting it for people that I've talked to are getting it for like, yeah, I called my doctor because I want to lose a couple of pounds, asked for, you know, we go we and they were like, sure. And that's not well, ask for some Ozempic and they were like, sure. And I was like, oh, but why is okay. but why is there? I mean, I get it. Supply and demand. The demand is getting really high. But is there something wrong with the supply? Is this a supply chain thing? Are we missing a, a component, a piece, a substance? Yes. What are we what are we missing? This is a this is a um who who, this who, ran, out of, who ran out of something. <laughs> they were so in fairness, they were already out. But here's the issue, right? So um earlier this month, Elon Musk, I almost hate to say his name. Um <laughs> Elon Musk tweeted that he was using WeGovy for his recent weight loss. And so like Andy Cohen also, you know, tweeted it. So there's all these people, there's all these celebrities that have been tweeting. And so here comes this increased uptake. We were already having a supply demand issue because I feel like um, probably for the past maybe eight months or so. Maybe even longer, I, have, I think. I You know, we've not been, so we've not been, in, I have not been able to put anybody on WeGovy yeah, in about eight to 10 months, like it's been out for that long and it has not come back. You know, they have not made any indications that it's coming back. And I will say in the past two to three months, I've had to like call the pharmacies to be like, well, what do you have? Right. So I've got, I've got patients that are on one milligram of Ozempic and they, they're calling like, yo, my medicine's out. What are we going to do? I call the pharmacy and they're like, we don't have the one. We got a couple of 0.5. So I'm like, all right, let's take it back down to 0.5. Let's use the 0.5 until we get the ones back in town. So I think it's also just material, physical materials. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do hear it's supposed um, to be but, coming back on the market soon. Like, yeah. like, I think in November or something. It will come back. But everybody will be happy. But a lot of people have been trying to get on it. And I'm like, ah. Now I've been sending people um for... um. I've been um, giving people um, Manjaro. Can you get that covered? Because I'm not able to get it covered. They say no. I don't know. There's a coupon card. I've been getting it covered. I would try that. Is that well? So for sorry for the uninitiated, it's a long acting injectable. So is that another long acting injectable similar to Ozempic or something? Yes, Mm -hmm. and it shows that the studies have showed that you get more weight loss with that one than Ozempic. Like you get like fifteen percent off. I think it's like about fifteen up to fifteen percent of your body weight with that one. And it's used for it's used it's FDA approved for diabetes, but there is the weight loss component. Is it FDA approved for weight loss too now? I don't think so. Manjaro, um, Manjaro has a, a higher degree of weight loss and 
and um, also better A1C coverage. Mm-hmm. Although the A1C coverage might not be uh, might not be significant, but um, you know, so not only do you get improved diabetes if you have diabetes, but the weight loss is is huge. So Majaro's, you know, now out here, and they're giving out a coupon card. I, you know, we we predicted that card is probably going to be available for about a year and uh and go from there but maybe that'll offset it too right so maybe you know people will flock over to the manjaro while we get to build up the stock for we go being ozempic and maybe it'll all come back in and i've got good results i i've got one of my favorite patients she brought me a piece of her belt and it was at least a good six inches where um because she's lost about 100 pounds since we put her on uh, she's lost 100 pounds um, her A1Cs are almost almost normalized, mm. and so she been she's been cutting her belt. So she brings uh, me her belt in every time she cuts it. Like uh, she's just different. She's a different, whole completely different person. Like just the energy that she has, like all this stuff. So mm. I get why people are mad, right? I'd be mad if if Ozempic went completely away. So I'm not mad at the doctor mm-hmm. that's like y'all stop using this stuff. Um, but I also, I get it. People are like, ooh, magical drug, you know, I, one injection a week. Yes, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jeez. Yeah. How so. did I not know that? You know what? But who I work for, our formulary is so... <laughs> Yo. It's not even like, like low-key, I can't even prescribe that. I got I got to no, send them the endocrine. They give you a true I, I got to send them the endocrine. And endocrine has to go through a whole process to figure out, like, hmm, did we make a good enough case for this? <laughs> I know. It's like being back in Canada. Exactly. Where I'm working um, at now is very regulated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but back when I wasn't so, here, I do understand. That is true. Yeah. That's all I got. I think that's enough for mm-hmm. today. Cool. That's great. Topic. All right. Main topic. All right, so today we're going to talk about... <laughs> Why is she about... stretching like she... <laughs> I know. Why? Here we go. I'm not in my normal recording room. Pull up my britches. Oh, my Lord. I'm not in my normal recording room, so I'm trying to, like, stretch out and stuff and make myself comfortable with the space that I'm... Are we going to talk to. about why you're not in your recording room? Why are you not? We'll save that for the, the, the another time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Don't worry, we'll remind you. How all right, did so you we're talking. Get there. Get no, here. Oh my god. Y'all <laughs> Nobody's are, uh, out of control. <laughs> Chocolate MDs after dark. <laughs> hey, see, I'm telling y'all, we need to do it. It's nah. not that though. That, that's not one. Right. I got but, a mirror to protect you know, now, right. so you know, I'm trying to work on some things. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seconds ago, we was bitching about snooze buttons. Now we got a marriage to protect. Even look, I still got to protect them snooze buttons. They might be problematic with them, my snooze buttons. Okay. Um. So you know, she found found a good workaround. She found a workaround. Okay. She's still doing what she can, right? But she worked around it. The watch is charged. Charged it before I got on here, so it's gonna it's gonna last all night. Oh my god! Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about ADHD. Um, I was like y'all know I'm an avid watcher TikTok, and I was going scrolling through, and I had a whole bunch of videos pop up of like how to self diagnose yourself with ADHD, which you do not do. Um, you need a licensed medical professional to do that. But I was seeing videos like you know people get on there and 
they'll play these they'll play like a mashup of songs and they'll say if you can hear both songs then you might have ADHD and I went through all those videos and I'll, I can hear both songs playing pretty clearly so but I don't have ADHD so what does that mean and then you know this one this one person uh they released a video saying like different behaviors or habits that would be indicative of you having ADHD and that would be like you step over objects you leave cupboards open and you uh like wear um uh wear objects without or leave you step over objects without picking them up essentially and these are all signs of you having ADHD and I'm like oh I got it dude who does right 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 so that in the comments someone was like so if I sneeze do I have ADHD you know and I'm like I don't know bro based off of this you may, <laughs> may have it so we're actually going to talk about, you know, proper, like, what is, what is the ADHD, you know, symptoms that you should look out for, um, different risk factors, treatment, and then we'll kind of go over some, like, common questions and, um, you know, news with ADHD recently that, you know, may be of interest to y'all. So, essentially, what is it? So, it's essentially a marked ongoing pattern of inattention and or hyperactivity or impulsivity that interferes with your day-to-day -day functioning. So that is the key point, because at baseline, all humans, we have some periods of inattention. We can be impulsive at times. We can be a little bit restless or fidgety at times. But the thing is, is that this does not interfere with us going to school or doing work or basically with our day to day activities. And people who are ADHD, this is a chronic, a chronic issue, and it's severe enough where it impacts all of those things. And that is something that we need to be uh, concerned about. So, like I said earlier, there's three different hallmarks of ADHD. So it's the hyperactive component, the impulsive component, and inattention. So hyperactive is, you know, essentially people will say like you have a motor that's constantly on and you can never turn it off. So you're really fidgety, you're restless, you can't sit still. And usually this is done in situations where it's inappropriate. So we'll talk about kids and adults, but essentially in kids, you know, when you you know, get kids together in like, you know, quiet time or play time and they're supposed to listen to a teacher. You may have that one kid that's getting up and running around the room and, you know, multiple people tell them to sit down. They're not going to do it. So that's that would be, you know, one one thing to look out for. Impulsivity. So it's exactly what it says. So you make decisions and you don't think about the long term consequences of that decision. So kind of go flip it on the head. So in an adult. You make really, really important decisions without thinking through it first. So like if you make a super large purchase and you're like, oh, well, I don't get paid for a while and I don't have a job. So how am I going to pay for this type of deal? So that would be something that's more impulsive. So um, immediate rewards and instant gratification um, are things that you typically look for in this category. And then inattention is, again, you kind of are difficulty staying on task. You can have, you know, problems with sustaining your focus and you're, you know, pretty much lacking, um, uh, lacking comprehension or anything of that sort. So those are the three hallmarks of ADHD that we typically look for. So I want to stop here and then say, have you guys dealt with ADHD in your clinics? Do you typically manage it or do you usually send that out to a different, um, different specialty? You know, what's interesting is that, um, Usually nine times out of 10, especially when the kids are younger, you can pick up on if a child should be evaluated for ADHD or not. Usually, you know, we like to refer out to like psych, child psych. They can do the formal evaluations, manage the meds, that kind of thing. 
But like, even if you have like a kid in your office, especially if they're like younger, like if you catch them before they start school, because when they start school at age three, if they go to preschool, the preschools can evaluate them. But let's say you have a kid, the parents are like, we don't really do preschool. We're not going to start them in school till like five or six, whenever you start kindergarten. Y'all know what I mean. Anyway. (laughs) A lot of times when you see them in the office and you have a four-year-old, like you can just tell just from that interaction with them for a well-child exam, I'm like, we need to keep this kid, we need to get this kid looked at for sure. And you know, because kids, you try to keep them busy anyway. So you see them, they'll be running all around the, the exam room. You'll give them a task to do. You're like, hey, here's a marker. Why don't you draw something for me, a piece of paper? They'll start distracted interrupting conference you can kind of you can kind of tell there's so many things that you can easily pick up on in an office setting that at least gives you two three four things where you're like we should we should we should act on this <laughs> we should we should yeah. we should go ahead and, and make this happen then i'll ask mom or dad casually like hey is he like this all the time <laughs> they'll be like yeah it's like this all the time at church at school and like, we keep getting called to the school i keep getting take off work to go get him from school yeah. like you know it's the whole it's the whole thing i'm like let's let's yeah, let's let's get on that. So Dr. Sunshine brings up an excellent point. So you can't, when you're diagnosing ADHD, it can't be just in one setting. So if you have the kid, you know, they're acting like this at school, but they're completely normal at home or in other public settings, then, you know, that's, you know, that, that kind of brings the diagnosis into question. So usually it's one or more environments where they consistently display these behaviors where you can, you know, confidently make that diagnosis that, oh, you know, this, this kid probably has it. And then we're also, it's going to be very kid heavy, but you know, for sure, you could definitely diagnose ADHD in adults too. It may kind of mask as other, um, uh, you know, mental health, like depression or anxiety, um, drug use disorders can also present like ADHD as well. And sometimes that's a that's actually a risk factor for developing or having ADHD, um, that those actually can go together, but Typically, it's when you're making a diagnosis, it's one or more settings in kids. It's chronic. It's long lasting. If you're diagnosing in this in adults, they have to have these behaviors exhibited before the age of 12 consistently and that they're also interfering with their day to day or social activities like, you know, long into adulthood. You know what's interesting? Oh, go ahead, Amija. You know, the the one thing I I just want to say about, you know, diagnostic criteria is that you um. I don't, I I don't see as many small kiddos as I, as I, you know, used to or would like to. I see kids, but by the time I see them, they're already at the age that they've probably been diagnosed already. So they kind of come to me and they're like, oh, I have a diagnosis. But sometimes I've caught them like my 13, 14 year olds that are old enough. They're like, hey, I, my, my focus is off. Um, I remember my parents and my teachers having a conversation about getting me tested and it didn't happen. But now I feel like I'm not keeping up with my homework because now they're high schoolers and they're kind of a little bit more responsible for their their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I will get them. The only thing that I will say is that if you're watching TikTok and you think, oh man, I meet one of these criteria, you're still going to need to get tested because for more and more like for me, I don't mind um, continuing your treatment and, and managing that but I want a diagnosis, right? And a diagnosis isn't, well, there's one time I was really having a hard time in school. I had really bad focus and um, my mother's uh, friend is a doctor. And so they just put me on the medicine and I've always taken it. Like that's not a diagnosis. And so I do need people to get formally tested. And so even if I did not diagnose you or if I did not initiate 
you sending you to neuropsych, which is what I'm going to do to get you diagnosed. You still have to have one. And more and more, you need that from all offices, offices because the um, the FDA has got our is holding our license hostage on that mm-hmm. stuff. And so they are tracking. They've gotten really good um, at tracking it. You know, we have done away with paper prescriptions for controlled substances just about. So because they're tracking us, we start tracking you all. And so it's getting harder and harder just walk into an office and say, let me get some Adderall. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, personally, um, I don't really get to diagnose a lot of kids with it just because most of the times the kids that I do see, they already are on it when I see them. Mm-hmm. So, or someone else is managing it. So I'm not even really managing it. But I do get a lot of adults that come in saying like, oh, I think I have this. And they're like, oh, as a kid, you know, I always had some trouble, but um, they told me I need to um, be put on medication, but I never did get on medication. And the other tricky thing is there's some some kids, like maybe I would say maybe mostly the females a lot of times. When, it, when you're a kid, sometimes it's easy to pick up when you're hyperactive, right? Because you can't sit down. You could kind of pick that up, but there's some that, it's more of the inattention. So sometimes they kind of skate by and nobody really gets to really pick it up. And then mm-hmm. they kind of already had this as a kid, but then they get to an adulthood and it just gets worse because life and they just can't, they just can't keep it up. And then they are messing up with things in all different settings. And then they come to you like, Hey, I think I have this. And it's really hard to diagnose as an adult because like, um, Dr. Nono mentioned it can mimic other things. So it could be some depression, anxiety, not sure because some of it looks like it. And then also too, like if you are going around with undiagnosed ADHD, then it could kind of worsen your anxiety and your depression as well. So it's like, yeah. Big. So you, you bring up, yeah. did you, really did you notice point. something? Oh. oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, I just want to make that segue before I forget it. So Dr. Chris actually brought up a really good point that the inattentive type of ADHD is actually more common in females than it is in males. ADHD as a whole is, is more prevalent in men than uh, uh, women, but the inattention symptom is actually more common in females than it is in, in males, more likely to have the hyperactivity and impulsive component. So go ahead, Dr. Sunshine. Dr. Chris, do you notice that, um, and I notice this trend a lot. Do you notice that a lot of men don't really, I don't even know how to phrase this. I have had a lot of men patients, like men adult patients who have kind of been coping with their symptoms forever and probably never even thought they had ADHD until they started dating or got married. Mm -hmm. And they come into the office and they're like, hey, my wife said that I have a problem doing this and this and this. And then the wives probably wrote it up. They come with a little note. Like my wife says, <laughs> I cannot remember, focus, can't complete tasks. Da, 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 da. And she really thinks I should be evaluated for ADHD. And you know what? I kind of agree with her. I've been this way my whole life, but now they're like married or like trying mm-hmm. to like navigate relationships and there's some loved one either it's like their sister that they live with or like their wife who they're married a lot of men are just kind of like i think i have adhd (laughs) yes that's exactly how it happens and then the females also do that too like it's it's because they went like it's it's a little hard to pick up because sometimes it's like oh well 
if they love art and they do art, like they do things that don't require, it doesn't require as much focus for them because they like it. But then when they have to do something that is like more technical and that requires a lot of focus, they just can't, they can't keep up. And that's when they notice the problem when they have to multitask. But if they like their art and they do their art and they do whatever, they're like, I'm good. But then when they have to do something where it really requires them to like pay attention, you know, do different tasks, it, they just can't do it. Yeah. And you know what else they are? I feel like they're the hardest because that that need to compensate for all those things over time has now developed into some anxieties yep. and so depression and so there's always this underlying thing where after you've been talking to them everything has been hard mm-hmm. right and you realize it's probably been hard because they've got ADHD at baseline but nobody identified it or it it the opportunity passed so now they've been aware of it and it's developed into anxiety mm-hmm. and so now you're trying to filter out like which one is how it? do you treat, yes which one do you <laughs> exactly. treat like exactly. if i treat your anxiety will this get better because after all you have been relatively successful and you've gotten this far as is so should i just treat your anxiety and say that you have compensated and you can cope you know in in your way your brain is currently structured or do i treat you for adhd it's a it's, it's really it tough. can be challenging. It can get really tricky. Yeah. And then actually some of the treatments that we use for depression and anxiety, we can actually use as like adjuncts for treatments for, for ADHD. So so I guess I made my own segue, so we'll talk about <laughs> it. So uh, we'll talk about treatments. So we have your stimulants, we have your non-stimulants, and we have psychotherapy. So stimulants are probably the hallmark of uh, any therapy for ADHD. And these work by increasing the amount of dopamine and levofed. No, norepinephrine. I'm not at work. Sorry. It's another <laughs> transmitter that will increase to help um, uh, help with improving uh, concentration and focus in people with ADHD. So stimulants make up like 70 to 80%. So the majority of treatments for ADHD. And these include um, medications like methylphenidate, which is Ritalin. Um, Listexamethamine, which is Vyvanse, and Dexamethamine. I, I butchered all those names, by the way, because I have braces and I have a lisp, so I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dexamphetamine, which is Dexedrine. So a lot of people confuse um, some uh, Ritalin and um, Adderall. They're they're all stimulants, but Adderall is actually a combination of amphetamine and another component called dextroamphetamine. So they all they both work to for ADHD, but um, Actually, Adderall is usually recommended for treatment in adults, and Ritalin is actually um, used as first line for treatment in kids. So that's usually that's the main um, the main uh, difference. Man, so, I haven't seen Ritalin though in a long time. Yeah. I, I either see Adderall, um, Contrave. Oh goodness, the wrong yeah. one. Concerta, Concerta. Concerta. <laughs> right? Concerta or Vyvanse. I like so Vyvanse. essentially. So essentially, stimulants are usually, so they're first line, so those are typically be tried out first, but non-stimulants, so that includes uh, medications like Stratera, Intuiv, and, oh, I'm going to butcher this, um, Clonidine, Clonidine, it's fine. So the, the people usually, or your psychiatrist or your PCP, um, they'll probably try out the non-stimulants if you had a failure of treatment on the stimulant medication, you, have, um, you experience a lot of the bad side effects with your stimulants. Or um, they can actually use it in concert, so as a combo with stimulants to improve the effectiveness of both. So those are pretty much situations where you can use both non-stimulants and stimulant medication. So 
Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the main stimulants that we I listed there. So like I said, Ritalin, uh, so methylphenidate, you t these are approved for kids as young as five. And, you know, they come in like immediate release or uh, uh, delayed release throughout the day. And these are also used, uh, fun fact, treatment uh, for people with narcolepsy as well. So um, side effects with most of the, the stimulants include they can elevate your heart rate so, and your blood pressure. So take note of that. Um, you, also, they can cause a loss of appetite. So, you know, within the amphetamine family of drugs, they're notorious for that. So if you find that you're losing weight or you don't have much of an appetite or you find that it's very difficult to stay on weight and you're taking one of these drugs, then that might be a side effect of that. And definitely let your doctor know. Uh, so things also like insomnia, headaches, stomach aches, can also feel aggressive, irritable, and just really tense all the time. Those are all side effects that may require a readjustment of your medication. And again, those are things that you need to bring up with your psychiatrist or your primary care doctor, whoever's managing it. So uh, the next one, so Vyvanse. Uh, so this is actually the first choice for adults. So these can also be offered to kids or adolescents if they have failed treatment on uh, methylphenidate or if it does, just doesn't help. And this is nice and that it's only taken once a day. And you can also use this for binge eating disorder as well, which is, is well, would actually make sense for that. And dexedrine or dexamphetamine, these are again offered to both groups, so kids and adults can also take this as well. And that's usually, this is a tablet with more frequent dosing, so twice a day or up to four times a day. Um, and th those are the stimulant medications there. And then the non-stimulants, we already kind of talked about a little bit. So if you guys recommend uh, recognize clonidine, so we do use that for blood pressure. Um, and that's also important to know. So whenever we are switching medications, um, clonidine is notorious for this. You cannot stop clonidine cold turkey. So you would have a rebound hypertensive effect that can be really dangerous. And that's one of the medications that we would need to titrate you off of um, in order to, you know, safely transition you to a different medication if need be. So, you know, whenever you come in and you're saying, Doc, I don't like clonidine, I just stopped it, and you've been taking it for like months, and your blood pressure's in like the 220s, um, of course you're going to go to the hospital if you're symptomatic. Mm -hmm. You probably are at that point. So <laughs> that's one of those medications where you just don't stop at cold turkey. All right. And then I also want to talk briefly about the psychotherapy, and then we'll go into like fun little questions that I found um, as I was doing research. So psychotherapy is also... a, a Psychotherapy is used in conjunction with the medication. So if your doc is giving you a stimulant or a non-stimulant or both, then we're also most likely going to prescribe um, you go into therapy in addition with that to kind of monitor your response to the medication and also address any other issues that may be going on that could, you know, not cause the medication to work to its full effect. So things like behavioral therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, family and marital therapy is extremely important, which we talked about earlier. Um, parental skills training. <laughs> so like, like kids. So having an ADHD kid, I can only imagine can be really hard sometimes. And that can put a lot of stress on the parent and that can cause other um, attitudes and emotions to arise. So uh, uh, parental therapy or skills training, especially with a new parent is probably really crucial to make sure that, you know, this is how we kind of work with the kid. We kind of teach them different behaviors while they're on the medication or even when they're taking a drug holiday to make sure that, you know, they're able to cope 
um, with, with having ADHD and still be able to function in society is extremely important uh, when you're doing, when you're working with them. And that's what I have for that. So I want to stop there. Did you guys have any comments before I go into like other stuff? Adults. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking to y'all. <laughs> when your doctor has to have the conversation with you about how your ADHD medication is raising this blood pressure, I'm going to need y'all to check your tone. <laughs> By check your tone, I mean, I need you guys to fully understand what's going on. And I feel like, let me put it this way. I feel like especially some adults, depending on whether they've been on their medication for their entire lives or whether it's new, doesn't matter. As soon as you start to notice this blood pressure creeping, especially in the men, because men start to creep first. As soon as you see this blood pressure creeping and I'm like, hey, blood pressure is a little elevated. I look at that med list. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're on Adderall. How much Adderall are you taking? Yeah, that's a good amount. And they're like, oh, as soon as you start mentioning their, their mental health medications, you know, ADHD medications, this conversation goes a hard left. Yeah. All mm -hmm. I'm saying is this. Everyone just has to be aware of the risks that they're taking. And we need to have a tough conversation. And I'm not here to force you one way or the other, but it is my job to inform you of the risks that you are taking. And some of you guys have comorbidities, diabetes in the mix, cholesterol in the mix, in your late 40s on this Adderall. So I'm just saying, don't shoot the messenger, but I'm here to give you the info. No. Drop mic. For, for real. For real. <laughs> Listen. People, they love their medications, okay? If I don't feel it at the time that they request, they're calling like, I need my medication. It's like, chill out. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you're sounding like, you're sounding like I, I might not want to refill this for you. Like, I'm going to need you to calm down, okay? Because like, right. chill out. Don't worry. You'll be able to focus. Calm down. <laughs> it's we're, working, like, we're working on it right <laughs> what's going on here like I, i'm a, and, and, and i'm and i'm gonna bring up i'm gonna bring up a particular situation which is why i'm in my feelings about it i had a particular patient right blood pressure is creeping up because it's adderall dude late 40s right he is trying to get cleared to do a surgery right so he comes to my office i meet him for the first time trying to get cleared for a surgery that he has to do. Surgery sent him to me because they're like, mm, this blood pressure's high. We need to figure out, like, what are, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I'm trying to do the clearance. Blood pressure's high. The blood pressure is likely high because of the Adderall. And I was like, hey. Then we have to have this whole conversation about, like, how important is this surgery? How important is this Adderall? And it went, like, hard left. And I'm like, oh, you, you know I'm already annoyed, right? I'm meeting you for the first time. I'm doing a, a pre-op clearance. You know? Y'all already know where I'm going with that. <laughs> mm. Mm -mm -mm. Hi, nice to meet you. It's not a clearance for me. It's a management of hypertension yeah. and, and ADHD. And then you can come back for your pre-op clearance. And that's literally, that's literally where it ends up going. Because at the end of the day, I can't, I can't, I can't pass you. I can't clear you. I can't clear you. Right. So we might as well just spend this time talking about your blood pressure. <laughs> So then right. he's going to be real mad when he hears that Adderall is now on back order. Um, yeah. So people, so the, the, the funny thing, well, actually not funny. It's really dangerous. So the thing with that is that, you know, there are substitutes, like I, I mentioned earlier that we have for, for the stimulant medication. So Adderall is not the only one we have, you know, the methylphenidate, we have Vyvanse, we have all those other ones. The thing is, is that 
you know, with Adderall. So Adderall, like I said, is amphetamine and it's uh, a, a chemical equivalent to amphetamine. So other drugs within this family that are not legal include cocaine, methamphetamine, and just go to a little amphetamine. So this is not a, when we say Adderall's on back order and you may not be able to get it on time, there are actually reports of people out there going out and substituting with one of these other hard drugs that are most definitely illegal and don't even work in the same way that Adderall does because the, the biokinetics in the, the cycle farm, farm of the drug, the way that it works is a lot different than these other medications. So that's just to say, do not please don't substitute your Adderall with cocaine and meth. Just please don't do it. And all because those drugs are highly addicting. They have a high potential for abuse with repeated use. And they're also highly illegal. Um, so please don't do that. Yeah, highly. Yeah, and that's a don't, and that's a good way it. for the she doctor to say illegal. no, you're not gonna get Adderall. Was that a pun? Was that pun intended? <laughs> highly. I, did not, highly. I just realized the pun. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. Highly, highly, <laughs> highly. It's gonna be like, oh, you did that? Oh, you're not getting any of this medication. <laughs> that's like a yeah. hard no. <laughs> a hard no. So so yeah, and then my last uh, nugget. Hold on, so, I think Amy. Jo- I think Amy Joe's having a oh, thought. She, she, like, she approached well, the mic. Did, she looks like she's having a thought. She was like, she was like, uh. you know, I did. I initially started and I was like, I think it was something Dr. Chris was saying is that, you know, you'll get called I'll, y'all get calls too. Like I'm out of my meds. I'm out of my meds. And if you're caught, like, and then I asked, well, have you called the pharmacy? Well, no, it's just out my bottle. I only have one left in my bottle. So you looked in your bottle. <laughs> You had one left, and, now and your first it? call was too many. Right, <laughs> like you got refills <laughs> right. because because we we get it right, and so because it's a controlled substance, I try to make sure like that they've got enough refills that last them until they're going to see me again. And I don't want people showing up over and over at the pharmacy like, "Hey, where's my meds?" and it's not there. So I try to make it my business that if you have a controlled substance your medication is there. So you're picking it up. There's a routine. There's everything. Because when I pull your, I, you know, when I and the federal government and everybody else who wants to see it pulls down your controlled substance, you know, log, we can see who wrote the prescription, when you picked it up. Like it is tracked very well now because mm-hmm. that's what's required by the DEA. Yep. And, um, I don't want people to have an off routine because I also think, you know, more and more insurance companies are sending more and more letters. Like there is a change in habit on Mr. T's uh, prescription, right? Mm -hmm. Used to pick it up every month. Now picking it up every uh, six weeks. Oh, now picking it up every 8.5 weeks. Mm -hmm. The insurance companies are tracking that. And my fear is that at some point they're going to double back to say, you might have gotten diagnosed with this thing, maybe not ADHD, but just in general, you might've been diagnosed with this and we may have been treating you, but the way you pick this medicine up, you don't use it enough. So we're not paying for it. And the other thing also with that, so diversion is also very, a big issue with um, the stimulant drugs used for ADHD. So when we say diversion, that's typically where if we prescribe you a medication and you give it to so-and-so or you're selling it and making a profit off of it, then that's that's diversion that's also not that's 
I'm sure that's illegal too. Yes, so, highly, yeah, illegal. Highly, highly illegal. Highly illegal. <laughs> highly. Yes, again. Also, again. trying to think of different phrase. No, 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 highly that's illegal right works. That's the right one. Yeah. That's the right one. So, that's the right one. And also divergent. So we can pick this up as well. So if you're having to come back to us multiple times for a refill and we just gave it to you like, you know, maybe two weeks ago, like, how did you run out already? Then we're going to be concerned about where is this medication going? And, you know, a lot of cases, and we see this on, on college, them streets, uh, we see this on college right. campuses all the time. Like people without ADHD are using the Adderall or Ritalin to like get, just take the test, you know, around finals time. It's actually a couple studies that show that it actually has no benefit. So it increases your rote memorization, but it does not do anything for complex memory. It, it literally does not do anything. It doesn't work any better than placebo. So, and that's what most of these tests test for so it's really not doing any good either way but they feel good because they crammed and they didn't go to sleep and so it you know um and also you know for some of the control substances uh i find more now like if you try to pick it up early like so someone had called me and said hey i lost my medicines and i need it nope all right let's say i sent the prescription you might get to the pharmacy and your insurance was like nah bro um you can't get that. We we're not we're not covering that. And so they'll call me back and say, you know, why'd you cut it down to ten? I'm like, I didn't cut it down to anything. Like your insurance company said, the best we can do for you is to replace those ten that you would have co- that you would have lost for whatever time frame it is, and you can wait until the next you know, the next refill rolls around to do it. Like I've seen a lot of that lately. So some of it is even, you know, out of our control. So don't be out here in these streets losing your medicines or selling your medicines or yeah. doubling your medicines. Even the, pharma- without- even the pharmacists sometimes, depending on the pharmacists, they're like the type that's like really, really diligent. The pharmacist might even call me sometimes. Just when I was in the Bay, pharmacists yeah. would be like, excuse me, hi, is this Dr. So-and-so? Hey, I'm the pharmacist over here at, uh, you know, Costco, Walgreens, CVS, fill in the blank. I see yeah. you wrote like a, is this a duplicate prescription? Because I'm looking at the date and the date doesn't match. They were just here eight days ago. I just want some clarification. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they will. I'll they be will like, clarify away because I don't think I wrote it. that. Yeah, and then some, <laughs> yeah they will not. They will not sometimes do that. the patient yeah. call, they like, oh, I lost it or like, um, this happened. Can I get a new square? I'm like, you need to, if you lost it, somebody stole it. You need to get a police report. Cause no one's going to fill that prescription for you earlier. You know, like they're not, not doing that. So, and there's a reason why it's called a controlled substance. And I made patients sign a contract. Cause if I'm doing this, you are gonna understand what, what your responsibility is and what my responsibility is. And I make them do a drug test, a urine drug screen. Mm-hmm. And if it, and if you violate the contract, you get nothing. Yeah. And that's how it's going to protect my license. <laughs> and protect you as well. Q4. Yeah. Q4 months. All right. But yeah, so that's, well, that's not all there is to know. I had some more material, but just for the sake of time, I think that was a good chunk. That's a good, so, that's a good summary. Yeah. Thanks, hey, no problem. No problem. I, mean, yeah. I want to do, want to do more mental health type stuff, you know, with this season. So we'll, we'll have some more fun nuggets of info for you coming up. So, yeah. Oh, I like it. Good okay. job, so I guess it's time for the questions. questions. Mm. The questions. It's the question. Okay. Oh, this one is a good one. So it says, I have a question about feelings of numbness and tingling in my hand from time to oh, we did this one already. Yes. No, we didn't. No. From time to time. I don't think so. What could this be? 
Are these stroke symptoms? Should I read it again? So you might, this, you might as well read it again. You, 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 you interrupted yourself. You might as well read I'm it sorry. again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One more time, guys. Okay. I have a question about feelings of numbness and tingling in my hand from time to time. What could this be? Are these stroke symptoms? That'd be a long, it depends on how long you've been having them, right? Yeah. So, you know, you cannot have a stroke over three months. I mean, you could, but that would be, you know, quite odd. So if this is something that you think has been happening on and off for months or weeks, it's probably not a stroke. And we probably need more information because numbness tingly in itself is still very broad. Uh, it can be many things. It could be carpal tunnel it could be neuropathies it could be injury it, it could be, be a sprain it, it could be, be diabetes yeah. it could be <laughs> right it could be a vitamin deficiency yeah. i mean it could be lots of things so numbness and tingling out of context um doesn't actually give you enough to tell you what any of that is so um i will so, say this oh, well go ahead no 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 you sure no, so I'm saying if numbness and tingling is your only symptom, then, you know, that's something that we can work up. But if this numbness and tingling is in uh, concert with, like, weakness or, you know, again, the time frame is important. So this weakness occurred out of the blue and it's been uh, prevalent, that would be a problem. Um, if you also have, like, a headache or do vision changes, yeah, changes in speech. So those things that we just listed, those are all the signs of a stroke. And also, Dr. Chris did a great episode on that, uh, season two. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. Season two. So, um, you need more info. Call back, can... call back, call back. Hey, <laughs> I remember stuff. So, those are all, those would all be signs of a stroke. But the numbness and tingling by itself, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that immediately until we would ask you more info on it. So. Yeah. So, basically, we need more information. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will also say this. Um, it's not a hard rule, yeah, but it's kind of a rule, sort of. Um, if the numbness and tingling is happening on one side, then that kind of changes my thought process versus if it's happening on both sides. Mm -hmm. So if things are happening on both sides, that's usually like a body wide thing. So that could be diabetes, that could be a vitamin deficiency, things that affect the entire body versus like when Amy Jo was talking about carpal tunnel, not saying you can't get carpal tunnel on both sides because you can, but technically if you have one-sided symptoms, it might actually be something happening on this localized one side, mm -hmm. which might be a joint. It might be nerve. It might be lots of other things. That's all. Yeah. Another thing too, medications can sometimes have symptoms like adverse side effects and can cause some numbness and tingling. Ooh, talk about it, girl. Talk about it. So, there's, Lots of questions. <laughs> yeah, lots of questions. If you're on if you're on a medication that I know causes like a lot of weird symptoms, I'm like, oh, here we go. Don't let it be one of the mood <laughs> one of the mood stabilizers. I'm like, oh, what do you want to pyramid? I'm like, oh God. Right. I'm like that long list of things. I'm like <laughs> I legit anyway, point is we need more info. <laughs> I legit I had a lady come in, uh, literally had forty medications on her med list. That med I can believe it. That med rec took me damn near an hour. <laughs> it was a lot. Painful. And they'd be it. like, they'd be going so slow. Which one? How do you spell I'd it? I'd be like, man, we don't got time for this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I take that. I love, so I love it when patients bring in uh, the, the laminated list with the medications and changes, and they update it with the changes. They have their PCP info on there. 
the surgeries, their allergies, and it's like a little laminated card. You know what? Mm -hmm. That makes the hospital staff so happy. You have no idea. I can't just show you my emotion of how happy I am when you bring that in because <laughs> I look really weird for doing it. But please continue. If you have older parents, you have grandparents, please continue to do that because that helps us out so much. Yeah, I get that. Okay. But yeah, that's all we got. I think we got time for one more question. Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> that was a hard no. So that's a no. Hard no. So stay for the next time for the other questions. Because we still got to do chocolate kisses. Y'all right. stay, stay trying to skip my chocolate kisses. I don't like that. I don't chocolate like that. kisses. <laughs> Y'all stay trying to skip them. My bad. Let's see. Who's going first? It's not Amy Jo because she. I'll go first because she's I'll looking. She looking in the sky and thinking. <laughs> right, trying to pull it out I the know, air. Right? <laughs> okay, my chocolate kiss. My chocolate kiss goes to. Uh, I really love Chicago in the fall. I just I love it. I I was walking down um, uh, in Logan Square and just seeing all the mm. the reds and the yellows and the orange. I just, you know, there's like this really uh, funny video of this uh, this guy. He's like uh, making fun of people that go to like um, uh, Target, you know, wearing like the sweaters and once and gets his pumpkin spice latte and he goes and buys Uggs for, it's out of, for some reason. <laughs> and I felt like, I literally felt like doing that today, but I was like, nah, let me not do that. But just walking around and just feeling like the crisp fall air and just seeing the colors. I'm just like, my childhood kiss goes you, to fall in Chicago. You know what's funny? After living in so many different cities, I felt like fall in Chicago is probably the shortest fall I had ever experienced. I don't even know if you can call it a real fall, but I'm happy that you find joy in it. And the, the three weeks that we have it for is, is a beautiful yeah. time to be here. So, Do you actually want to know where I lived that I thought I had the prettiest fall? I actually, during med school, I did a rotation in um, Massachusetts. Oh, of up course. In Boston, and and that here. was like... Yeah. I'm like, man, y'all go apple picking and everything. I'm like, I'm only here for eight weeks, but like, this is kind of dope. Like, it was in like the heart of fall, and I'm like, this yeah. is like unmatched. <laughs> no, like, it's whoa. gorgeous. New England whoa. states have that on lock. Like, it's beautiful. They do, right? Yeah. It's just so it's 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 different. They build different. I guess who's going next? Who's next? I'll take okay. it. So. Um, that basically means that y'all don't have one. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't have to blow us up like that. Okay. Right. You see. You see, Amy Joe. Right. See, I knew. I, I didn't say anything. I felt it. I want to give. Um, I actually want to give a chocolate kiss to my support system back home in Florida. Um, I'm getting into the final stretch of this wedding planning. Two weeks away. And I find that being able to have somewhere where I can send all this stuff that I'm doing, the support system, I'm, I'm up, like, like just having a home base of my parents' house and just stuff that they're helping me with, like the little logistics type stuff. It's like I knew that they would be helpful, but they've actually been extremely helpful. And I'm just very appreciative of them so that when I actually touch down there a few days before the wedding, it actually won't be a shit show. And I appreciate that. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's all. Nice. That's nice. Yes. That's really nice. Okay, I guess I'll go. So, you know, I got to preface this. Mine is kind of weird, 
Okay, so my chocolate kiss is going to go to my <laughs> dentist. He didn't do anything yet, but he gets the kiss if he can fix my problem. Because <laughs> 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 if he doesn't oh my fix God. my problem, then I'm taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> You are so funny. <laughs> no, but seriously though, I've been there's like the back of my tooth, so I have to get my wisdom my wisdom teeth taken out. I have like four that have to be mm. taken out. I know. And the problem is he was like, Oh, you know, you need to take it out, it's gonna cause a problem at some time. I'm like, sure, okay. And sure enough, it starts <laughs> to cause a problem. And so it's oh, like man. pushing on the back and it's like I got a hole like in my gum. Man, I can't eat. So I've been eating soup and soft foods. And I'm like, I can't. I need I need him to do something and fix it, plug it up. You going to do it before the wedding? I'm not removing my teeth before the wedding. No, I don't have time for that. Oh, I, I, need, I need a temporary fix. Because I need to eat. <laughs> you, can, you can remove Man, wisdom teeth before oh the wedding. I could, yeah. but I'm not going to. I don't have time. So I need a temporary fix. <laughs> Girl, you got like two weeks. Recovery is like, is yo, not Doc, Doc better come and get this kiss. He better come get this kiss. So he, she need that temporary give me my temper. She gonna take that kiss back because he gonna be like, we taking these wisdom teeth out. out. No, I can't do it. I don't have time. <laughs> you can. Yes, you do. Yes, sir, it's fine. The swelling will go down by the wedding. It'll be good. If you get it done like it now. Really I had all four taken out at the same time. Yeah. I will do the that. But... Last a couple days, and you're done. I get that, but I just don't. I don't have time. You don't want to. Yes, that's true. What do you like? I do my patience. What you mean is you don't you're want. Right. To. I don't really want to do it. I didn't want to do it. Oh, okay. And we know this, so I just need. I need a little time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Doctors are just like you guys. We're just oh, I'm like the worst you, patient. So. All right, I'm the worst. I guess I better give my chocolate kiss to this doctor too because man, he got a big job ahead of him. Um, you don't know it yet. That's the right. funny thing. You don't yo, even know yo, it. Dentist, yo, dentist, getting two chocolate kisses. Right, you don't know chocolate it. kisses to Doctor Chris Dentist because she's about to go in there trying to find a non-surgical solution for a surgical problem. Man, I don't. I, sorry to this man. I don't know this man, but sorry to this man. Here's a chocolate kiss for you. I told you. I told you it was going to be weird. I told you it was going to be weird. Oh my god. Oh my god. Why are you being oh, that patient? Why are you being that patient? Why not? Right. I get them Why all the time. Why are you being weird? You're being too- that me. I mean that because I get it. How you gonna How you gonna put limitations on how I do my job? Well, you know, you supposed to go in there with the problem, listen. and he gives you the solution. I gave you. You're not supposed to be like, so listen, so listen, so listen, Linda. So listen. I know I got a problem, but listen. this is the only solution I want. This is awesome. <laughs> oh my god! So listen, he could tell me yes or no, and if he tell me no, I'm taking my kiss back. Mm. That's it. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> This is, I can't wait. Oh, when is this appointment? appointment? I'm texting you as soon as tomorrow, I know that you're right. It's tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm calling tomorrow. <laughs> I want to hear it. I got I you. I want to shoot you one message like, so what happened with that kiss though? Yes. <laughs> right? 
We want we want all the deets. Don't no, no. don't think we're not waiting on that text message. I, like, I do not make us text you eyeballs in, in the in late at night because like you know what I'm we want. No, You'll no. be able to eat, Christine. You get it done now. No, <laughs> no, no. Can you please you say are, what I'm You saying? really are um acting like a patient. I am. <laughs> I am not gonna have surgery because <clears throat> I want to eat more than soup. So on a good note, so I listeners, all this let's all pray for Dr. Chris and her <laughs> right. her dental solution, and let's let's just just pray. Yes. All right. Yes. So. I, I ain't trying to hear this at the wedding. I want you to have a good time and eat what you want and drink what you want and turn up. I'm not trying to hear like, Absolutely. I should y'all can y'all order some soup for me? This isn't like chicken <laughs> or beef or or veggie. Y'all got y'all got soup? Like what? Oh my god! I could do chicken. I'm so over you I could already. Do it ain't gonna be soup. chicken. Yeah, it's not gonna be chicken soup. It's fine. It's I could chicken. do chicken. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle hey. soup. Chicken noodle soup. Wait a minute. Hold on. Side. Oh my god! All right, y'all. So, all right. <laughs> all right. So, be sure to check us out at www.g. Oh my god, thechocolatemds.com, uh, where you can find our lovely website and submit any questions into our question box. Also, please send us any questions to our Gmail, which is thechocolatemds@gmail.com, and please check us out on our social media. We have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and our handle is at thechocolatemds where we keep you updated on upcoming episodes and the like. So, yeah. Thank you, y'all. Y'all have a good night. All right, y'all. Good night. Good night, y'all. Bye, Bye, y'all.